know what it's saying. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to That Sense, podcast for folks working for their financial future. So we manage their financial present the right way. This podcast is hosted by my dad, Jason Fields. And the objective of today's path financial advisor. I love him. And now your host, my daddy. Aw, thank you, Jewel. You did a great job. You ready to start the show? Yeah. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Dad Sense, a show for family men and women looking to grow their financial future and manage their financial present the right way. We're all about family, food, fun, and finance. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Dad Sense. So glad you all are here. We appreciate all of you. And ladies and gentlemen, I have this passion. I want to help you find your life's purpose. What is that purpose? And if you found it, great. And what do you want to do in life? If you figured that out, great. That's fantastic. I'm happy for you. Either way, though, let's build a financial plan that connects what you want out of life, your life's purpose, to your finances. Because I want to help you get what you want. And hey, if we can't get what you want, let's make some compromises to get you pretty close. Sound good? (laughs) All right, great. I'm excited to be here today. We have an intriguing topic. I think you're going to enjoy it. Five benefits to working in retirement. Should be a good one. As always, the Fuchs family is doing really well. I'm recording on a Monday, the day before Valentine's Day. So happy Valentine's Day to all of our listeners. And hey, I recognize that for some of you, this can be a struggle. Valentine's Day is not easy, especially if you recently or maybe not recently, lost a loved one. So any of you out there having struggles, give me a call. Shoot me an email. I'm here to help. Everyone else, I hope you enjoy the holiday as best as you can. I know Jewel is excited. Matter of fact, last week, I was out of town. I was in Virginia, Maryland, D.C., visiting clients. We also threw a lovely dinner Thursday night for some of our older clients who are concerned about the stock market, the economy, We talked about where we are, where we think we're headed. Not that we can ever predict the future, but we can share our thoughts. And the rest of the time was spent enjoying each other's company, eating some great food. For those at the event who enjoy wine, we had some good wines on the table. And I love getting together with my clients to talk about investing. That's great. But what I really love is getting together with my clients and just socializing, getting to know them, hearing about their families, hearing about what they're excited about. And I had a wonderful time. So anyone listening that attended the event, thank you so much for attending. We enjoyed our time with you. Where was I going with that? (laughs) Get back on track, Jason. Just kidding. Jewel had her first dance last Thursday. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, her first school dance. Now, luckily, no other boys were involved. Amber was there with Jewel. Jewel's grandparents couldn't make it for the event, but it was exciting. And Amber informed me, spent a lot of time chasing Jewel down. So there wasn't much dancing, but they got all dressed up. Jewel and Amber actually matched. Amber did Jewel's hair and I believe 
sparkly stuff was involved. I don't know what the technical term for that is, but <laughs> judging by the pictures, it looks like Jewel and Amber had a lovely time. Wish I could be there. I'll make up for it this week, Jewel. Don't worry. We've got gymnastics on Wednesday, a couple other things going on. And then yesterday, Super Bowl. Congratulations to the Chiefs. Congratulations, all you Chiefs fans out there. And I wish the same for you Eagles fans and those players as well. Both teams played their heart out. It was a really exciting game. Great commercials as usual. The halftime show was fantastic. Amber loves Rihanna. Jewel got into it as well. So we had some people over. We had some barbecue, had some chili, really just ate and hung out and watched football. And (laughs) prior to that, at the country club. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Atlantic Beach Country Club is not your typical country club. There are children everywhere. There's loud noises, people having fun. It's not your standard country club, suit and tie, everybody has to behave type of place. And we're on the social membership. I'm a terrible golfer. I may end up getting it back into it. I've got some clients trying to (laughs) convince me to get out there on the course. So I will probably take on lessons soon. We won this giant gift bag, and in the gift bag it had several sessions with a pro, private sessions. So I'll probably get out there. But anyway, the point of my story is we looked at a lot of country clubs and decided Atlantic Beach Country Club was for us because it wasn't as fancy as some of the other places we tried out. Nothing wrong with that. It's just not what we're looking for in a social membership in the community. Back to my story. I digress, of course. I guess it's just one of those days. Ladies and gentlemen, I apologize. We had a lovely breakfast at the country club. Jewel went to Pancakes and PJs. She got to hang out with some of her little friends at the event, Strictly for Kids. They showed up in PJs, ate pancakes, and colored, and did all sorts of arts and crafts. I think Jewel did a tie-dye shirt that's still drying, actually. Amber and I had a lovely brunch together. It was so great getting two hours alone. The spread was fantastic. So much wonderful food. And there was a band, a jazz band. I was obsessed with the drummer. As you know, ladies and gentlemen, I drum myself, although it's been a while. He was so good. Old school bass player and a trumpet player. So it was a wonderful morning. And then we had a great day eating and watching the Super Bowl with Amber's parents. And ladies and gentlemen, I feel blessed that I spent an entire Sunday eating and really doing nothing. (laughs) (laughs) My family and I consider ourselves very fortunate to have that quote-unquote problem. Poor us. Our our lobster is cold, right? Everything is going well in our world, and ladies and gentlemen, of course, I wish the same for you and your family. Wow. Thinking about that spread at the country club yesterday and the spread we had at the (laughs) Super Bowl get-together, I get kind of hungry. And I think it would be a great time to transition into our food topic of today's episode. And ladies and gentlemen, the food hacks continue. So what we're going to do is I'm going to share with you another food hack I think you'll like. This one's really neat. I didn't know this one. So I'm actually really excited to share this one with you. Let's get into it now. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the food portion of today's show. This one actually comes from one of our listeners And she calls it Spray Your Spoon. And to protect her identity, I've agreed not to share her information. So thank you so much 
Let's use the name Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. We appreciate you for sharing this food hack with us. Ladies and gentlemen, have you ever measured sticky stuff like honey, syrup, or maybe when you're making cookies? Have you ever tried to measure something sticky and you measure it, it just gets all inside this measuring spoon or measuring cup? Well, this food hack is fantastic, and I tried it. It works like a charm. Spray your measuring spoon, your measuring cup with nonstick spray before you measure that sticky stuff like honey, syrup. It's going to slide right off your spoon, right into the mixing bowl. I tried it. It works like a charm. But ladies and gentlemen, spray it over the sink or spray it over a bowl because what's going to happen is when you spray this spoon, that nonstick spray is going to go everywhere. <laughs> and if you've got three dogs like me, You'll be in great shape. They'll lick it right off the floor. If not, you'll be doing some water skiing, some slip and sliding around the kitchen. <laughs> anyway, it is a wonderful food hack. Again, Lisa, thank you so much for sharing that with us. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've got something you want to share, send it. Info at sagepathfa.com. I think we're ready for our financial topic. What do you think, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Welcome back to our financial topic of today's episode, five benefits of working in retirement. This is a good one. I'm excited for this one. In the past, retirement, it's been portrayed as an ending, a grand exit from your years in the workplace. Golf all day, starting a vineyard, giving up and doing nothing. <laughs> well, not quite, right? What are your dreams? What are your passions? What did you maybe not have time to do while you were working, taking care of your kids, doing all those extracurriculars? What is your life's purpose? To me, that's what retirement is all about. And hey, if you don't know what that is, ladies and gentlemen, if you're having trouble finding things to do, give me a call, shoot us an email, be happy to help. The rules of retirement, they're shifting a bit. Labor force participation among those we looked at age 65 to 74, that's predicted to reach 33% by 2029. And that's up from just 25.6% in 2009. The boomer generation is aging. And as it ages, more people are viewing retirement as an opportunity to enjoy the rewards of work in a new way. Ladies and gentlemen, here are five benefits of working in retirement. Let's jump into them now. Benefit number one, mental. Working during retirement, it helps maintain mental agility as you learn new skills. And that can help improve your thinking ability. People who pursue meaningful activities say they feel happier, healthier, and that's according to a study by NIH in October of 2021. Working during retirement, it gives you structure, gives you a sense of purpose, keeps you organized, and it keeps you motivated. Benefit number two of working in retirement, physical. Staying active during retirement years is crucial for continued health. Matter of fact, I've read numerous studies that say the number one cause for an unhappy and unfilling retirement is poor health. 
Now, ladies and gentlemen, whether you choose to work full-time, volunteer a few days a week, maybe you engage in just some form of work, it's going to keep your body moving. It's going to give you opportunity to stay balanced, strong, healthy. And that leads us to benefit number three of working in retirement, financial. Now, besides the obvious extra income, working during retirement may allow you to delay taking Social Security benefits. For every year you wait to take Social Security past your full retirement age, up until age 70, your benefits could potentially increase by 8% annually. Finding the strategy that works for you can usually pay off truly well. And ladies and gentlemen, at SagePath, we have a tool that can help you analyze your Social Security and recommend at what age you should start taking it. For example, the earliest is 62, 63. Now, if you take it that early, you're going to get less than 100% of your benefit. Full retirement, for some of you, 66, 67. It's when you get 100% of your benefit. And then, of course, at age 70, you get up to 120% of your benefit. So our tool looks at, well, hey, what happens to my lifetime income in retirement if I take Social Security starting as early as possible versus the full retirement age versus age 70 and everything in between? It's pretty neat. Social Security obviously plays a big part in your income strategy in retirement. But by working, by staying busy, think about all of the distractions you're avoiding. I've found in my 16 years or so of doing this that people tend to get bored the most when they're doing nothing. That's what folks turn on their TV, browse social media, browse the internet, and all of these new ideas of how to make our lives better start popping up. I mean, think about all those ads you see on social media that tell you how easily you could lose weight or how you could have a better car without paying the price for it. Those are distractions. And if you're not working, if you're not staying busy in retirement, that is, you're going to be susceptible to those distractions, thereby spending probably more than you should. So by keeping busy, working part-time, having some activities in retirement, it's going to indirectly help you save financially. Benefit three. And that leads us to benefit four of working in retirement, emotional. Numerous studies have shown that a sense of purpose has been found to lengthen the lifespan and quality of life. Working on something you care about, starting a new business, or maybe you could mentor others in the workplace, it can ward off depression. It can also provide a healthy sense of fulfillment and direction in your later years. All of that according to thehealthy.com. They did a study in March 25th, 2021. And that leads us to our last benefit of working in retirement. Benefit number five, social. One of the risks associated with retirement is increased isolation. And in terms of its impact on your health, has been equated to smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Do you believe that? Working with others, it reduces that risk and gives you a chance to build connections and enjoy meaningful interactions. And all of that is according to a study done by the Washington Post, January 8, 2021. If you're like me, you could probably count your closest friends on one hand. 
Now, I'm not saying you got to go out and make friends with the entire world, but for me personally, I have friends I surf with, skydive with. I have friends at church. I have friends through Jewel, the school. We have friends at the country club. The point is I have all these circles providing me plenty of time to interact with others. Something funny, for years I told Amber I was an introvert. And then COVID came, and about 10 days into COVID, I finally admitted to Amber, okay, Amber, you're right. (laughs) Maybe I'm not such an introvert. For me, I thrive off of the energy of others. And for me, it's incredibly important to socialize. If I don't, I get down in the dumps. And I think many of you listening do as well. Now let's go ahead and wrap this up, ladies and gentlemen. There are a lot of neat things you can do in retirement to keep yourself busy. Working, full-time, part-time, volunteering. Those are just one of the things, or maybe a few of the things, that you can do to keep yourself busy in retirement. If you're struggling with this, if you are having a hard time in retirement, please reach out to me. I've got a fantastic book entitled How to Retire Wild, Happy, and Free. It talks about all the non-retirement stuff your advisor may not be telling you about. And that is something that we cover with all our clients here at SagePath. If you'd like to know more, like I said, call, email us. We'd be happy to help. Ladies and gentlemen, you are fantastic. Thank you for listening. Be well. Ho, ho, ho. Hello, it's me, Santa Claus. Otherwise known as Old Saint Sage Path. Jason has me on payroll so his three-year-old daughter can get all the hot toys ahead of schedule. I'm visiting from the North Pole so I can read the disclosures. We don't want to irritate regulators now. Securities and investment advisory services offered through FSC Securities Corporation. FSC member, FINRA SIPC. FSC is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced or are independent of FSC. Jason Fuchs, Amber Fuchs, and Sage Path Financial Advisors are unaffiliated. Ho, ho, ho!